Hello and welcome on Valencia Weekly. I am Michael from Denmark and I want to welcome old friend. I met them both in uh, Valencia in uh, back in 2014. I want to welcome uh, Alda from uh, Russia. Hello mate. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> Thanks, I'm fine. How are you? With the World Cup, I'm fine. Thank you. And uh, then we have Ravia, a local kind of. You are from uh, Canada. How are you doing mate? Welcome. Yeah, yeah, uh, great. Uh, actually, I, I was born in Valencia. Oh. But I lived in Canada for many, many years. Oh, like that. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, I didn't prepare. <laughs> but it's okay. I get it. I get the same thing here, too. Okay, good. So, uh, yeah, great to hear from you guys again. Yeah, definitely great hearing from you both again. Why don't we begin with you, uh, Ravia? Uh, why and when did you become a fan of the club? Well, uh, I mean... Uh, being born here, I guess uh, it's automatically kind of like you're going to pick one club or the other. Um, but of course, I left when I was really young. So when I was in uh, Canada, uh, obviously footballs, especially back then, wasn't very, very big in Canada. It's a hockey nation. Mm. Uh, and I still remember, uh, the, of course, the 1999-2000 seasons were, I guess, the first time that uh, football was really being shown on television. And, of course, there was uh, Valencia. And so, yeah. finally, I could see uh, a home team, to me, mm. um, on TV. Yeah. And that's when I really, really started becoming a, a big fan. Right. Um, and seeing uh, the games regularly. And, of course, when I came back to Valencia, the first thing I did uh, was buy season tickets and uh, <laughs> become uh, a full, full yeah. uh, fanatic. And for how many years have you been, like, a ticket holder? You know, I guess uh, this would be about eight eight straight years now. Okay, good. What about you, uh, Alda? Well, why and when? when? I was a very young guy. Yeah. I, I was started to interested in Spanish league. And there were some some teams that I rarely can watch on Russian TV. That was uh, I think nine teams, and uh, three 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 teams. Three clubs, uh, the game of these three clubs uh, mm. was like favorite for me. That was Valencia, Salamanca, and Zaragoza. But you know, <laughs> in next year when Valencia uh, won the Copa del Rey mm. um, with Mendieta and Piojolopos yeah. goals, that was the only club I liked already. And after that, there was. Uh, victory in Barcelona when Valencia yeah. was going down 3-0 and uh, they won 4-3 and a lot of Argentinian players in the club because I always liked yeah. Argentinian uh, players and uh, that I agree. two yeah. seasons when Valencia uh, managed to go to the finals of Champions League you know that was already everything was decided yeah <laughs> Both good and heartbreaking, uh, but definitely more good. Uh, yeah. Then uh, I want to know about your favorite memory, Alda. Well, my of course my favorite memory was the game against I think Espanyol in uh, mm. 2002 when Valencia almost won the league. Uh, we were down one player because Carboni was. Uh, Uh, fired. Expelled, expelled, yeah. Yes. And uh, 
Ruben Baraja is one of my favorite players. Mm. Uh, he scored two goals, and I, that time when he scored the second goal, he was going with the joy and happiness to the two fans. That was, mm. I think, one of my favorite Valencia memory. Yeah. What about you, uh, Javier? I would say the uh, my favorite would be uh, uh, Mendieta's wonder goal. You know, the the yeah. self pass over the defense. The volley. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, absolutely. Uh, Breathtaking! It was like the, uh, seeing magic for, mm. for real, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, would be like my my absolute favorite moment uh, yeah. witnessing. Uh, just an, an incredible uh, feat. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, uh, our uh, our return to winning uh, La Liga the first time. That was uh, yeah. just uh, incredible. Just the uh, the city, the feeling, everything was just. Um, Yeah. Ecstatic, and, and then that feeling carried on. Uh, so absolutely, that was by far my favorite moment yeah. as a Valencia fan. Yeah, I think we have had like forty uh, people on Valencia Weekly, but no one has mentioned one goal for a favorite memory. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about your favorite player, both uh, currently and all time? Oh yeah, well, I think that of all time, uh, Mendieta sealed his mm. position just yeah. with the magic that he used to create for us. And uh, and he still, you know, uh, uh, haunts Valencia around DJing and just yeah. being <laughs> man and a uh, man just fell in love with Valencia and uh, just continues to show it. But uh, his days back then too, he just became a legend. And I still remember uh, with a huge heartbreak when he left Valencia. Yeah, it was just, uh, yeah. an unbelievable uh, moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, by far uh, one of my uh, all-time favorites, uh, Valencia. I have several. People that I've yeah. always uh, greatly, greatly admired, but he was just a yeah. He, he wasn't a striker. It's so yeah. easy to uh, adore strikers, which are massive goal scorers. Mm. Uh, to me, I've always like preferred the uh, the playmakers, yeah. and uh, he was uh, a true genius uh, on the wing, and I always admired him. Yeah. Uh, a current uh, favorite uh, player. Um, uh, hard to say. I, I think that uh, the team is so much more of a, a team this year. Than yeah. it is um, an individual. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I I honestly like to say that uh, um, my favorite acquisition would be Marcelino. I think uh, yeah. <laughs> he's just given more uh, life to the team, mm. and it's almost like he is uh, infused the team with his own vision. Yeah. But uh, if not uh, him, one player, then uh, <laughs> I would say uh, Guedes is uh, yeah. uh, just phenomenal. Um, yeah, truly brilliant player, uh, and I, I look forward to seeing if we can uh, capture him and mm. uh, get a deal where we can keep uh, seeing him grow. Uh, in the last Portugal match in the World Cup, yeah, brilliant, and I'd like to see more of him. Yeah, I think uh, Gilles is a uh, way more popular with the local fans. Uh, we had uh, two members of uh, a local fan group, uh, Viatia, who both uh, yep. men- mentioned uh, him. Yeah. And I think uh, he is uh, our key bargain, and I, I really hope that we will keep him. But difficult, I know. Okay, what about you, uh, Alda? Favorite player? Well, you know, the, there is a difference between the word favorite and the word best. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, the best, the best players Valencia a lot, but my favorite of all time, I'm not sure because when when I was going in love with this club, with team. There were some idols like 
Piojo Lopez, Okili Gonzalez, mm. and after that, uh, I remember Aymar, one of my favorite one. But I would say, of all time, Pivo Baraja, for me, yeah. for me, is the favorite one, because all his actions, all his uh, words, and when even when I uh, met him in, in Prague, yeah. in real life, he was, he was always decent. And I hope someday he will be a manager of Valencia, and he will be the special one, special one for Valencia who will win Champions League. Mm. But, uh, of course, if I would say Mario Kempes also, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, for me, Baraja is uh, the best one. In the, in the yeah. current roster, I'm, I'm <laughs> not sure. We don't have um, even uh, players who has some chances to be a legend because mm. some of them are very young and the other are not on the level that we want to be. No. And I would say that although this season Condogbia uh, was a beast, I would say the favorite player for me is uh, Carlos Soler because I think right. he has yeah. a lot of possibility and uh, talent to to become a real star, a real star in Valencia, not in mm. other club. Then um, we are moving on for the overall campaign where we ended up uh, fourth in La Liga behind Real Madrid and ahead of uh, yeah, Villarreal, Betty and uh, Sevilla. And then we went in the semi-final in the Copa del Rey. What um, did you hope for and expect for before the campaign after a few uh, not mediocre but uh, poor campaigns uh, being uh, 12th? What did you uh, hope for? I, uh, okay, well, of course, uh, before uh, hearing that uh, Marcelino would be our coach, um, I had no expectations whatsoever i've uh, i have like i think most valencia fans had become very disheartened um by the direction that the club had gone in in the previous years yeah and uh i really had no hopes i i figured oh wow we're going to become a mediocre eighth to tenth place team mm. uh trying to challenge for europa once marcelino got in uh, i certainly didn't expect what we got uh i knew no. Mar- marcelino was going to greatly influence the club I and mean, we had seen him in Villarreal, Manza, yeah. Brilliant coach, and um, and has been a, a member of the Valencian community for such a long time that I thought he was the perfect choice, mm. absolutely perfect choice. We couldn't have gotten a better coach, um, yeah. no matter what we had spent. So it was finally uh, seeing uh, the right direction for the club. As soon as I saw him uh, chosen, I figured that we'd end up in the top six. Right, uh, pretty of good. Of course, yeah. what we ended up with uh, was. Excellent. <laughs> I, I, I'm very happy with the season, the way yeah. it went. Yeah, and uh, now that they have changed the uh, Champions League, like uh, all four, all top four will go directly in it. Definitely acceptable, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then I reckon that you think that the team uh, have improved mainly due to uh, Marcelino or what? Yeah, I mean, the, there's definitely a very Marcelino approach to the way that we are uh, now looking at signings. Yeah. Um, uh, the way we're positioning our players, uh, Rodrigo is an obvious uh, show of that. Where every previous coach really showed their lack of experience mm. in playing as a winger. When in Portugal he had never played as a winger, he had always been a backup striker and uh, in uh, just in the slot position and yeah. did brilliantly. Mm. And uh, Marcelino comes along, places him in his correct position, and we start seeing what he's really capable of. Uh, yeah. And he had an amazing season. And I think that's uh, really uh, due in part to um, the simple case of placing a player where 
uh, his best. Um, mm. And that's thanks to Marcelino. Uh, we've had, on paper, phenomenal players. Yeah. And uh, they did nothing. Uh, just because the, the coaching uh, just wasn't there. Mm. Uh, so I do think that we really, really owe our position to the coaching Manager, yeah. more than the players. We have brilliant players, but I think Valencia have always had brilliant players. Yeah. We're just one of those fortunate clubs. Yeah, and that, we have uh, a great academy, right? Yeah, and a great academy that uh, can produce uh, amazing talent. Yeah. But in order to uh, get to those positions, you need uh, proper o leadership order, and, yeah. and order. Yeah. yeah, And that's what we got. So and, uh, I have high hopes. I definitely, yeah, I agree with you about um, the manager, Marcelino, being the main man. But uh, if you could pick one other reason, uh, I gave you like five on uh, our paper. I think that um, there's no single reason. I think that the, the management change, uh, of course, is number one. Yeah. Second, uh, I think that uh, we are getting a lot of young talent coming up to our system. Yeah. But we're also signing the players that need to be signed. Mm. We're no longer simply signing five strikers because no. it'll sell shirts. <laughs> we're not signing uh, players based off their names. We're signing actual players that uh, yeah. we need in specific positions. Right. Um, Good. Yeah. So it's it's a much more complete deal now. Yeah. Uh, the management is doing their job properly. It seems mm. they finally got their act together. We have a proper money. coach. Yeah. Uh, we have money again uh, st stabilized uh, the fans are coming back into the seats so that's again stabilizing yeah. the situation and we have the right players mm. in the right positions yeah and I, I agree with you that uh, we we are more like a unit now rather than individual players um, yeah I think that's the, the main talking point here and why don't we um, conclude that one and move on yeah Alda i have known you for, uh, yeah, I think uh, for years. Uh, I met you down in Valencia. And uh, yeah, you are from uh, Russia, a very big country and the uh, current uh, host of the World Cup. And you are living in uh, Moscow, having the both the opening and the final venue at the World Cup. It must be incredible down there right now. Yes, you know, these days there are a lot of different fans all around the world. But Moscow is a big hub. Uh, to other cities yeah. so a lot of fans are here because if they won't go to other cities Volgograd for example Kazan, Soransk even St. Petersburg they have to travel through Moscow so yeah. uh, you can see here fans from the countries and teams that yeah. uh, uh, don't play in Moscow yeah and uh, if we um, narrow it down again uh, and talk about our club we will uh, talk more about the World Cup later then I okay. know yeah Then I know that the fans uh, in Russia, they have a too big uh, fan group, and you have one of them. What do you call it? Yes, we, we are Peña Valencianistas Russas. We used to be official Peña. Yeah. And uh, the official inauguration was in Belarusia when we played in Champions League against, against uh, Bate. Yeah. Yes, the club recognized us and the agrupación of uh, Peñas recognized us. Mm. So our name is written uh, near the exit to the football pitch of uh, well players yeah. uh, uh, get on near the ladder and right now I'm not sure we are amongst the official opinions because uh, there are some technical stuff in the group assume that yeah. we uh, foreign opinions are not able to manage some criteria 
But mm. I think uh, maybe new president of Agrupacion Sacrecas. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So we used to be on the online platform yeah. of our website, valencianistas.ru, mm. and uh, on our forum we talked a lot uh, with each other. And yeah. um, sometime we started to meet and catch up to, to watch football games in yeah. bars in different cities even, for example, yeah. Ukraine, and Ukrainians uh, met in yeah. Kyiv, Russians in Moscow and uh, Azerbaijans in Baku. Mm. And uh, when Valencia played uh, in Ukraine in uh, Champions League against Dynamo, Kiev, or, yeah. that was or Europa League, I don't remember, yeah. uh, we, uh, that was our first tour about from 20 to 30 people on the stadium right good. and after that after that we decided yeah. to develop this uh, Pena activities and uh, develop our website and uh, mm. our group of uh, fans they are not only from Russia they are from uh, yeah all Russian speaking countries this is a main criteria of uh, like Ukraine and yes. Armenia and Georgia and yeah. Azerbaijan yeah. and yeah. Kazakhstan yeah. Baltic, yeah. Russia, yes, Baltic countries, yeah. and um, this is uh, the criteria of uniting us. Yeah. But unfortunately, um, because of some political reasons, consequences, these years, uh, some people uh, don't like the name of our opinion. You maybe even I, oh. but. Uh, you know, honestly, I don't care about the yeah. name. This is about the group of people. So I'm not sure if we, uh, how we will move on, but oh. we have a lot of friends, and uh, yeah. I think the group of uh, football fans is, when I can recognize, is, a, is a, something about 200 people. Of mm. course, something disappear, then we can return, and something like that. And our age. You know, is not going down, so everybody starts to getting older with new families, and he cannot spend a lot of his free time on uh, on Valencia activity. But you know, we are already friends, so I hope we will uh, have a good luck in uh, Champions League yeah. sorting. So we will go on another tour. Yeah, here in Ukraine, Belarus, Russia, so maybe even yeah. uh, in Europe, Europe League, and and uh, I, back when I, I back when I met you in uh, Valencia, I met you with a guy from uh, Ukraine, and uh, yeah, and I wanna talk more about the work you are doing with uniting fans from neighbor country. I know you have a very big fan group. Uh, I think the biggest one uh, back in the day, you had like 15k followers on Twitter, not using it anymore. But um, anyway, what are you doing to unite fans uh, all around? Yeah, yeah this, the Twitter uh, was followed up by me and Vitali from Volgograd. He is from our penny also. But right now I don't have uh, a lot of spare time to follow up Twitter. And uh, uh, Vitali also, he has uh, new kids in his family, so he cannot uh, go and follow up the Twitter. So... Mainly the communication is as always in our forum. Even nowadays, social networks have yeah. already won over forums. Our forum is still alive, and we are talking there every day. Mm. 
with, with our friends. So this is the main yeah. point of activities for, for our fan club. Okay, good. And um, then I know that you have had a few uh, like away games in the area, the region. You went that our 2 0 win at Krasnodar in uh, 2013, and and then another 2 0 defeat at Zenit Saint Peterborg. Yeah. Yeah, I will tell you more details about the history of our tours. This yeah. was not only these two games, but the no. first one when we were on the stadium as a as a group as a fan club was against Dinamo Zemesha before in Kiev, in Ukraine, and after that there was a game in Belarusian Champions League against Bate when we uh, won. 3-0, and that was the best tour because uh, there was the inauguration of our fan of our fan club by the club and by Agrupación de Peñas with uh, Manuel Llorente as a president, and they get some some yeah. gifts to us, and uh, we were a big group, even uh, 60 fans from our fan club yeah. were on Good. the stadium. And we had a lot of, you know, drums, yeah. flags, banners. That was very, very cool tour. Then uh, we had the games in uh, Russia, but then I know you had a game both in uh, Ukraine and uh, in uh, Belarus, right? And uh, Cyprus, yeah. Yes, there, there were, there were um, uh, as I said before, the game in Belarus. And after that, uh, that was a game in Russia and Krasnodar. Um, we had again, again a big group of our friends from our fan club. And if you saw that match on TV, you should remember the big uh, banner Peña Valencianistas Russos. And uh, there was another match in Saint Petersburg, but unfortunately that match I have not attended. That was another match in Ukraine in 2014 in Kiev, and we. Uh, went to the city, but because of uh, political reasons, the match was removed to Cyprus. So we were in Ukraine watching it in the bar. But uh, the, for, for, for us, the most important thing was together and to, to join uh, one idea, because already we are all friends of each other. So mm. I hope this year we will have very good uh, sorteo. Yeah. Then we have had three players from uh, Russia, your country. Yeah, I think we all know about Chirisev from uh, the Real Madrid Academy. And he is uh, currently on fire at the World Cup, two goal in the opening game against uh, Arabia. What uh, What do you know about the left winger? Yeah, he was a very good player in Valencia because that time we were in a very good shape. Our coach, the English one, was yeah, not Gary doing a yeah. good job. So he helped us and I think he has some talent uh, to work but you know throughout all his career he has a lot of injury problems and even this year uh, although he has already scored two goals in the world cup so i think um, for that time that was a good help from cherishev but yeah. i am not disappointed that valencia did not sign him because uh, as i told you before he at first, personally, he's from Madrid Cantera, so yeah. for me, players from Madrid, if you want to play in Valencia, they have to prove mm. their sentiment to our colors. But I don't have some no. bad feelings for him, he's a very good guy, so, okay, that yeah. time, and that I think really good. I think he did uh, well at the Valencia whenever fit, 
He played like uh, eight games uh, under Gary Neville and made like three goals. Pretty good, after all. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I think because he, I don't know whether he was born or but he was raised in uh, Spain. Yeah. He's a local guy for Spain, so he has no problems for adaptation. And no. I wouldn't recognize him as a Russian-Russian guy because no. for Russians that should be a lot of... Um, more difficult to adapt, to yeah. understand the language and all other stuff. So for him, I think he can play in any Spanish team without yeah. any problems. Yeah, like I mentioned before, off-air, you have that uh, quota uh, or barrier in Russia where clubs can play only like five foreign players, right? Yes, yeah. yes. There, there is a limit uh, that yeah. Russian football clubs have to follow, not more than uh, five Foreign players on the yeah. pitch. Alright. Yeah. Then we uh, move on for another player, Valery Kapin. I think uh, we all remember him. He played at the club in '96, uh, a year only at the club. But um, he is uh, quite a big name and uh, he was uh, the director at the Mallorca, our neighbor club, right? What um, do you remember about him? Yeah, Valery was a good player and uh, I know that uh, people in Valencia have good memories about him, Espaneta told even some good things about his Carpin's time in, in Valencia. Yeah. That period was very short and I think uh, Carpin is uh, famous uh, because of other his career in San Sebastian and Vigo and our, right now is a coach in Russia. Yeah. But when I was Russia. first time in Valencia and in Spain and I returned to the airplane, I met Carpen. That was the time he started a career as a coach and the manager in Russia. Yeah, I think Carpen um, remind me about um, Rufete, right? The right winger. Yeah, yeah. A hardworking right midfielder, not the most gifted anyway. Yeah, a good player, a good player. Yeah. You never can tell him that he didn't do all his efforts at the football pitch. So uh, that's why I think. Uh, Depending of on his talent and what he managed in yeah. his career to do, I think this is very good professionalism yeah. for him. And uh, concluding, um, uh, Valery Kapin played um, 36 games uh, and 6 goals uh, for our club. Then we have the third player, a forward called Oleg Salenko, right? Yeah, Oleg Salenko. Yeah. Uh, Oleg Salenko um, did uh, one great match in the World Cup against yeah. Cameroon. And won the Golden Boot. Yeah. Yeah, he won the five goals, and after that match, President of Valencia, Roj, wanted to sign best players as Romario and Salenko. Yeah. But um, I think uh, Salenko's season in Valencia was not so good. No. This is not a club for him because he's not a very stable guy. Well, sometimes he could do some good games and some good moves, some good goals, but. If you look at his career throughout all seasons, there was not a, uh, even one season when he was a, as a beast forward, scoring a lot of goals. So, well, Salenka has also Ukrainian roots, so yeah. he's both popularized in Russia and Ukraine. Mm. So, well, that was the time. Yeah, and he joined our club in 1994 from uh, another club in uh, La Liga back then, Logrone, and. Uh, then he left the club a year later for uh, Rangers in uh, Glasgow. Yeah. Yes. He right. played 25 games, uh, seven goals uh, for our club in a year. Not that bad, really. But uh, 
Yeah. A bit like Vieto. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, then, uh, then we are moving on. For we have had a few uh, players who left the club for your league, Premier League, right? We had our defender Angel De Albert who joined the uh, Krasnodar. What do you remember about him? Yeah, I, I remember that De Albert was a very good, humble guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was from Castellón. And he came to Valencia oh. from Castellón. A bit up but, north, yeah. Up yeah, north. he he had a very good press here from Russian mass media. He was even the captain of Kuban, so right. Yeah. I think he made a very good career and he earned the money here in Russia. So yeah, uh, moving to Valencia was a not bad decision. Of course, I remember that he his skills were not so good as uh, central mid central no. defenders of the <laughs> high level as. Otamendi or or Ami or yeah, yeah. Garay, but um, a good backup though. Yeah, he is a, he was a very good backup, and I was sure always a bit like that a, a bit like he, David Navarro. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he always uh, you 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 are sure that he will never mm. just uh, doing very bad things. Yeah, he's always thinking about the club and about the city. So. Mm. I think he's a very good guy with a very good career. And the Russian club was very good decision by him. Yeah, all right. Then we have another player uh, who became quite unpopular at the, our club called the Clown, uh, Dominguez. Yeah, Chiori Dominguez, Chiori Dominguez yeah. yeah. What uh, do you remember about him? I know you remember uh, him. <laughs> yeah, I, I I met him in the, in Valencia in uh, Bio Park. He was with his family, and that was the first stage of the conflict between him and uh, Emery. And uh, he was just walking with his family and kids, and I remember that he... Uh, we were talking even in Russian. He knows Russian very well. And I asked him, why, do, why don't you play in uh, these days? And there was a match in two days. He told there is a slight injury, but... I think uh, that he already knew that he will never triumph with uh, that coach Emery. And I am sure that that was a mistake of Unai. That was uh, a yeah. not mistake of Chori. Because, no. you know, this is a, like like uh, a avalanche. When you, you have a conflict and you do not resolve your problems and after that you are starting to be irritating, you want to to prove to the fans and uh, to to coach i think with another more more wiser uh, technical staff jory dominguez would do very good things in valencia yeah i agree a very gifted player but um, that may have been the wrong time and place for him back then i think i think uh, yeah. i think he did good at the olympiakos and yeah but i think in, in any uh, club he played even River Plate he played even for free just uh, returned River Plate to the first league of Argentina I think we will um, round the part up with uh, a little bit about the World Cup uh, now that you are having it hosting it uh, yes yeah how is a World Cup like Alda yeah this is the first World Cup I attend <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I, I think uh, this is a great time a lot of fans from different countries and I think in seven hours I will go to Nizhny Novgorod to be on the stadium to watch the match uh, 
Korea against Sweden. And I have, I will attend some matches, all other Argentinian yeah. matches and some Korean. Well, so this is very great atmosphere here. Mm. Uh, you, I never thought that Moscow no. would be like, like, like yeah. this. I am quite uh, envying you, but <laughs> then again, you are a great guy and have done many good uh, things uh, for our club. And uh, I hope that you will have a great World Cup. Yeah, thank you. But I, I want you guys, I want to tell a uh, very important message to all of you and all of the listeners. And after that, I will go yeah. to Babushov, okay? Good. So, I've, three weeks ago, I was in Cyprus on the job trip and I, on the beach. Uh, yeah. Occasionally, accidentally, I met the president of Cyprus, Peña Marios. And, uh, you know, this... Every year, every month, our network of foreign Valencia fans is growing up. And, you know, I know even from United States and from South America already. Mm. And the, the next year is uh, anniversary, centenary of uh, yeah. Valencia. And with everybody I was talking, with every fan, everybody wants to join and to celebrate this in uh, yeah in Vistale. so the idea is to have a very very big catch up global uh, fan meet up yeah. on the big round table of, of all foreign uh, yeah and fans uh, Valencia. do you know so, what we have been planning like a global fan meet up here on uh, Valencia weekly for uh, i think a few months and uh, i will um, go there with uh, both the nordic and the american pena Fan group. At which month? Yeah. Uh, we, we will go there in uh, March. Yeah, March. March, yes, yeah. yes. This yeah. is the, the date of the... Yeah, fires. The boss of the club. Yeah, fires. All right, good. So, so I think some people, a lot of people from Russia, from Ukraine, from Azerbaijan will come and we. it would be great to have a yeah. big party and fiesta. I'll be there. Don't you worry. Yeah. I look forward to that, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Come okay. Soon. Have a great day and welcome, Alda. Goodbye. Thank you. Yeah. See you. Take care. Yeah, you too. All right. Then, uh, like I mentioned before, then we uh, we have uh, met you and uh, and Alda, who uh, left the program. He had a, an appointment with the the barber, <laughs> but we will uh, move on. Uh, yeah, Ravia, I met you and Alda in uh, back in uh, 2014 in Valencia, and uh, you were the first uh, local that uh, welcomed and greeted me, and I want to thank you for that. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, and then I... I really love uh, welcoming yeah. people from uh, yeah, you do. outside of Valencia, our club and our, and yeah. our city, of course. Yeah, and I think we met you again a few years uh, later, right? With the Nordic yeah. fan group. Yeah. yeah. Correct, yeah. But, um, yeah, you are a member of uh, many of our, like, foreign fan community or fan networks, you can call it, on uh, social Correct. media. Yeah, that's why I know you, and, uh, yeah... If you can play along like uh, our tour guide, knowing a lot about uh, Valencia, what would you recommend for um, foreign fans who haven't been there yet and want to go there? Well, for, yeah. uh, for foreign fans, of course, uh, you always have to do first the the, the wonderful uh, route that every fan of Valencia has to do. Uh, yeah. See where the, found, the, the founding of the club was made right downtown. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get your picture by the, the plaque. Kilometer um, zero, yeah. Yeah, I hear the the story of uh, how it all began. Mm. 
then of course uh, going to Mestalla itself, doing uh, the tour of the the club, seeing the t- the trophies, the titles, the history, uh, having a drink at Manolo's before a game. Um, <laughs> yeah. All these all these things are just absolute yeah. uh, musts for every Valencia fan. And also a really good uh, trip out to uh, Paterna to see uh, yeah. Mestalla play uh, some of these games. Uh, and really seeing this young talent, the academy. Up, like yeah, the academy, and seeing uh, that's the first place I saw uh, Lato play and yeah. uh, guys like these. That uh, just brilliant to see these, and it's super cheap. Um, it's mm. really, really worth the trip. And yeah. uh, they, of course, appreciate it. You get to see young talent. Um, yeah, these are all great things for uh, any Valencia fan to really feel involved with the club and really get to know the club before these guys become big. Uh, get to see where the strategy and everything starts. Uh, these are all great. All right, good. Uh, and then, of course, being inside the stadium and watching yeah. a game. Yeah, the sky has changed so much in the last few years. It's yeah. just a beautiful, Definitely. beautiful place now. Um, yeah, they they redecorated it mainly in the outer, right? Uh, uh, well, now it's the interior. inside too. I mean, oh, interior. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, they have the huge screens up now. Um, The the pitch is just new and perfect. It's it's absolutely Man. beautiful. I gotta go back. <laughs> has been arranged uh, yeah. you, really since your last visit. Yeah. Uh, it's barely recognizable. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful. They really did a great job. It's to the point now that you look at the at Mestalla and you yeah. wonder why they even bother with a new one. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm in love with the old one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh so boy, it, I haven't no. been there in two years, I think, and I gotta go back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If we uh, talk more about the uh, non-football related, what would you uh, recommend to go and what? The, uh, the the whole thing with uh, Valencia and the experience in Valencia is, uh, of course, uh, the relation uh, with the sea, the the culture, yeah. the parties, the, uh, especially at times with the like the Fias. Uh, mm. It's just in March, an unbelievable yeah. city. Uh, I can't imagine now uh, after having lived in many many different places. Uh, to me, Valencia's home. I would never. Uh, want to live anywhere else? No, <laughs> but uh, it just from you know having drinks uh, in Plata de la Reina out in the street, seeing uh, the bright vibrancy yeah. of uh, the city, uh, El Carmen uh, on yeah. a Friday night, and just the packed streets and clubs, mm. and then of course the sea with the, the Marina Beach yeah. and uh, live concerts, and uh, and of course just a stroll down the Turia uh, yeah. river. Just I were about to um, highlight. Um, yeah. I did a morning jog every morning, right down the Tudia Park. It's just uh, incredible. It's uh, the like contrast, a Yeah. Uh, I mean, you go from one part of the city to another, and it's completely different. The contrast yeah. is so different from uh, being at the beach to being at the Arts and Sciences Center. Yeah. Uh, to Buria to the downtown. Yeah. Uh, that. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, there's no skyscrapers. It's all old buildings that are being mm. completely restored, uh, uh, right down to the train station. Everything is uh, like a little work of art. Um, yeah, it's it's a great place to live. Um, it's a great team to follow, and yeah. I recommend anyone that can absolutely visit. Yeah, yeah. I think I lived in a uh, Benny Magley. I think the little yeah. uh, area called up north, and uh, then uh, I uh, walked down with my friend from uh, Sweden um, called Daniel down to the marina and uh, we uh, have only been there doing the big fires uh, firework festival you can call it what can you uh, say about that event about the fire uh, well yeah. now it's a unesco uh, heritage yeah uh, event correct absolutely probably one of the craziest festivals uh, i've ever witnessed 
it's three weeks, uh, but really the last four days uh, being the most important. Yeah. Uh, ending on the 19th, which is, uh, of course, they build these giant uh, works of art, these monuments, some of Minus, which are uh, four or five stories tall, uh, just worth hundreds of thousands of euros. And they <laughs> yeah. build hundreds of them all over the city. Yeah. Uh, by different um, groups that uh, each uh, dedicate the whole year to building these monuments, the year, yeah. and uh, and of course uh, offerings to the the Virgin in the form of flowers, uh, mm. and there's just street parties, uh, fireworks daily, day and night, um, just constant uh, dancing and just music, fireworks, firecrackers, just chaos. Yeah. <laughs> the population of the city goes up by a million during this time. So more than doubling the population. It's just absolutely insane. Yeah. And then on the very last night, of course, uh, they burn them all down at the same yeah. time. Hard to explain. You can see videos, but really living it is the only way to understand it. Mm. Um, because uh, it's an experience, and it's one of these experiences that uh, if you go once, you are definitely going yeah. to Come go back. again. Uh, yeah. Because you can't not relive it uh, again. It's absolutely yeah. Crazy. Yeah, like you were mentioned before, they like cremate the figures, so called ninjot, right? Yeah, yeah. And the area, every little area town, uh, they have their own like a uh, figure that they burn down, and then you can roam around um, all night on the final night. Another thing about fires, if you don't like uh, little uh, kids throwing out uh, fireworks, banging all around <laughs> the city, then don't go there. But uh, Yeah, <laughs> if you're afraid of loud noises, yeah. it's not a place for you. <laughs> it's not relaxing. Yeah. Uh, I do know a lot of people that actually the weeks of the fires, they just take vacation and leave the city. Yeah. Um, but that's fine because for everyone that leaves, uh, two come in. So, yeah. uh, but of course, yeah, hotels are very hard to come by at that time. Yeah. Uh, everything is uh, very full. There's people that sleep uh, even in the train station and in the streets just because there's nowhere to be. Uh, a lot mm. of people sleep outside of town and come in with the train. Um, unfortunately, I, I live here, so that's never been never been a problem for me. Yeah, but um, it's absolutely something you want to plan in advance. But yeah. you definitely, definitely want to be there for at least the from the 15th to the 19th. I mm. would highly recommend Much, yeah. uh, being in Valencia. Yeah, definitely. And I can only recommend it. I have been there, I think, five times uh, during the fires, and it only gets better. Really, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, it yeah. does. It really gets it gets better every year. Yeah, all right. A bit more about when I met you down there four years ago. We were like not uh, not organized or anything, not like uh, the Nordic fan group. But uh, we met uh, you and uh, I think uh, five other nationalities. Yeah, me from Denmark, you from uh, yeah Valencia, and then my friend Daniel from uh, Sweden, and a Norwegian guy called uh, Joachim, and then uh, Alda you met before from uh, Russia, yeah. and then uh, a Ukrainian guy, and then uh, Armando, the American yeah. fan leader. Yeah, He has been on uh, Valencia Weekly quite often. Um, yeah, We were like yeah. the night around the round table, right? <laughs> <laughs> Correct, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've met so many uh, people from all over. Uh, of course, uh, each experience has been absolutely great. Valencia fans are, especially the international groups, are really really great uh, yeah. groups of people uh, I've been lucky uh, to get to meet uh, a lot of people and help them uh, see the city or uh, go to games or yeah. whatever uh, could be done especially before the club was so organized 
and being able to supply tickets. Uh, really, in the early days of the fan clubs uh, internationally, yeah. they weren't very um, open to that kind of thing. And so uh, I really did try to uh, make it as easy as possible, buying tickets for people, trying to get them organized, get them uh, hotels, whatever was yeah. necessary at that time. Uh, it's, it's become a lot easier now. Uh, mm. They've become a much better web presence. The web page works yeah. properly, buy tickets now. So that's really, really good. But that's actually initially uh, how I got involved, was just trying to help people yeah. uh, get to Valencia, find a place to stay, and get in touch with the club or... Uh, get to the games or even something simple as getting a ticket. Yeah, um, yeah back then it was quite difficult. Um, that's why they, they hired the American uh, fan leader Armando as a global uh, fan ambassador, helping uh, foreign fans with uh, getting a ticket and getting it all to Valencia. Yeah, but uh, you have done a lot of that uh, for many years uh, without getting like uh, recognized for it. And uh, I think people, they need to uh, hear the background there. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that- yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I uh, I'm just always happy to help anyone. Yeah, uh, come visit my city and of course my club. Yeah, uh, nothing better than meeting uh, fellow fans uh, of Valencia. They are, uh, in my opinion, the best club yeah. uh, to follow in the world. Mi club is su club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. When will we have another uh, fan meetup? At, uh, I think that uh, March would be absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, I think that in March would be absolutely perfect. Yeah. If, uh, for the centenary, if people yeah. can also do it during the Fias, we always have a home game during the Fias here. Uh, I think it would be absolutely yeah. an awesome experience for a lot of people that maybe wouldn't normally get to uh, come to Valencia yeah. to just really blow their minds. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, get to see uh, not only the football club they love, but also mm. a city absolutely. Uh, on fire with celebration. Yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, there's no better way to celebrate a hundred years no. uh, for a Valencia football club than Then, celebrate yeah. it with uh, Valencia during the Fias yeah. as well. Yeah, and uh, all listeners, no matter if you have been there before or not, uh, I would recommend uh, that you go along in March in half a year, um, a bit more. But uh, I will uh, go there with uh, the American fan group and um, the Nordic fan group. And the Indonesian fan group, they have talked about it. We had their leader called Mugresa on Valencia Weekly. Definitely come along. Always yeah, be there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> When you're here, you and know that uh, you give me a call and I will always uh, be there yeah. as well to uh, welcome you guys and, uh, and uh, uh, to celebrate alongside with you. If uh, people, they want to find you and like uh, contact you, how can they uh, do that? I mean, you can always contact me via Facebook, uh, just uh, Javier Duroque. I'm the uh, only one there. Um, or uh, yeah. email me at duroque at gmail.com yeah. or, uh, or on Instagram, uh, Cordy Watcher as well. Uh, <laughs> you can find me just about yeah. everywhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have quite a, a difficult uh, French last name, right? But uh, I will um, yeah. I will uh, put it out on our media. J-A-V-I-E-R-E-R-O-Q-U-E. Yeah. And also you can find most of the uh, international fan clubs as well. If you yeah. search for me there, uh, I have a presence in most yeah. of uh, the social media places. Indeed, you have. <laughs> okay, good. Then we are done with the meetup and tour of uh, Valencia and we'll move on for the concluding roundup where you can reply with only one word, uh, Ravia, if you are sure. able. Yeah. Do you I'll think? Try. Yeah. Do you think that we will uh, end up as good or even better, really, in uh, La Liga next year or not? Or yeah. Not? Okay, you do. Yeah. All right. 
Then uh, another one, another cue. Um, do you think that we will go as far or even further in the Copa del Rey next year or not? Yes. Okay, good. Further or as far? <laughs> I, I, I think that uh, we can, depending on uh, who lines up, I think that we can possibly make it to the finals this year. Dependent on not drawing Barcelona again, again, again. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. And the final cue. Do you think that we will uh, qualify further from the Champions League uh, group next year? Further, uh, what do you mean further? Uh, oh, if we'll pass, get yeah. out of the group. Stages. Pass the group, yeah. We are in pot four. Pot four, yeah. Ab- yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, you are going all in here. And I think we'll have a good uh, another good campaign if uh, you are our manager. <laughs> I, I truly do believe that we're going to have a uh, an even yeah. bigger and better campaign. I think that yeah. uh, Martellino has some really good ideas. We only saw the beginning of it yeah. this season. He wasn't given a lot of time to start off, and we had a brilliant start. Um, I think that uh, with a little bit more depth mm. and a little bit more time, I think he can do even better. So yeah. I really, I'm really looking forward to this next season. I agree. And, um, yeah, I want to thank you, Javier Diroc from uh, yeah, Valencia. And not Canada. <laughs> thank you for coming on. <laughs> thank you. And uh, I want to thank all the uh, listeners. Uh, we would not be here without you. Without all Canadian. Uh, and then uh, I want to thank um, yeah the Arab girl who created our logo. Malak, thank you. And then one more reminder. Remember that you can uh, find us on our media and SoundCloud, our main player. And... Then we only have one word left at the end. Do you know what that is? In three, two, one, Amund. Amund.